So I don't like not watching a show on the weeks we do these. Why? Because I forgot. I didn't realize until I think it might have been like Wednesday or something, but uh, on Netflix, Sweet Tooth premiered a week ago, Friday at midnight. What's so we didn't? Did we read that? I don't think we've read it for this. I remember I read the first volume. It's by the same guy who did the uh, Black Hammer stuff. Oh. So I remember around the time we first read that, I checked out volume one just because it was also by him. Hmm. I don't think we read it for this, though. I checked the archives, but I don't remember doing it. Okay. But uh, it's what I'm picking next week. But the show premiered. I, I've watched I've watched like the first four episodes, I think. I'm halfway through the fourth one. But pretty good. I'm enjoying it so far. Oh, all right. Well, we can watch that we for should next watch week. That. Yeah. We should watch that for sure next week. Yeah. And then I'll check it out. What's the guy's name? The Black Hammer guy? Jeff Lamari Lemire? Jeff okay. Lemire. Well, interestingly enough, I, I brought something by him as well for next week. Did you? Yeah. Black Hammer? No. Something that DC looks stuff? way stupider. No, it's called um, uh, Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy. Awesome. Yeah. This will be an interesting Black Hammer week. Not a Black Hammer week at all. What's well, the Black Hammer week. guy? He's, he is Black Hammer, as far as that's I'm true. concerned. Yeah, that's true. He is, he is the heart and soul of Black Hammer. Yeah, he is. I mean, aside from Dave Stewart, the god. <laughs> yeah. Did you play any Resident Evil 8? I did. So, I got... Alright, so, right at the very fucking beginning, like, the first easiest fucking thing you're probably supposed to do in this fucking game, I somehow got, like, mixed up and just confused and stuck. Like, there's there's a, a little bit of, like, an almost cutscene where, like, there's, like, a, a werewolf or, like, a wolf or some shit, like, outside the house you're, like, searching. Yeah. That's just kind of running by and you, like, see it, like, cross through the uh, uh, the doorway for a second. And I'm assuming, like, there's supposed to be a cutscene that, like, kicks off fairly shortly after that. But I just kept getting confused and going back around the exact same little, like, two houses yeah and so it took me like fucking seven hours to finally like actually get into the fucking werewolf shootout bullshit (laughs) dude that was that was painful just to get to that that little bit yeah that game has a bit of a problem with not making things clear what with what you're supposed to do and what you can interact with yeah there's there's not like a button that you can hold down to like see like a guiding like light saying like this is your next step yeah like do this shit just say go here i need it now yeah, I was so fucking lost. It took me fucking forever. I was yeah. embarrassed at how badly I got lost in that little like half a <laughs> neighborhood. It was retarded. Did you did you get to Lady D yet? I'm at the castle with Lady D. Yeah. Oh yeah. How many times have you jerked off? Seventeen. Good. Yeah. Lady Tits. Yep. Best character. E- easily. Like Chris Redfield was always number one for me, but uh, he's been replaced, I think, by Lady D. Yeah, fuck yeah! Did you get to the part where you're like spying on her in the window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like jerked off part. to that one a lot. Yeah, obviously. I, I saw a meme on the some one of these Reddit's, but it was like um, that scene where you're looking in the window, and then it has like a reverse angle, and it's just like the Coomer guy meme. I don't know what the Coomer guy is. Oh, the Coomer guy. He's like a. He's like a middle-aged creep guy who just jerks off. You know, he's he cooms, he comes everywhere. He just he just needs to coom and coom. What the fuck does coom mean? Come, like Why? jerking off. I don't know. I would just call him the cum guy then. I can I know what the fuck that means. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, cum you guy. Call him the coomer guy. That's that's his name. It's coomer. The coomer. It's cute for not. No necessary. Look, our listeners will know who the Coomer is because I use the proper name. Because they're all these young millennials like you. you. Fucking kids, get off my lawn with your dumbass memes. <laughs> I'm trying to be the Coomer guy in here. Yeah. <laughs> trying to coom at Lady D through the yeah. windowsill. What'd you think about Chris shooting your wife? That was pretty cool, that was, right? That was pretty badass, yeah. yeah. I like that. 
<laughs> it was it was so retardedly unnecessary how like I know. he kept going for like eighty five rounds. Yeah, that was awesome. Way to drive home that point, Chris. I don't like Chris's peacoat jacket. What the fuck is going on with his costume in this game? Oh, he's cool now. He looks lame as fuck. <laughs> That's not the Chris Redfield I fell in love with. And why is he like so like? How long is this supposed to be like after like game five in like the timeline? Is this like 40 years later? Because he is so fucking old looking now. Yeah, I didn't recognize him until they called him Chris. And it's like, well, there's only one Chris in this universe. You can't have another Chris. It's got to be Chris Redfield. He he looks like he looks like fat fucking Russell Crowe or like some shitty like uh-huh. washed up nobody actor like that. Like <laughs> he looks nothing like Chris Redfield. Oh man. Did you see that Russell Crowe movie last year where he's uh no. like a road rage guy? Oh man, it stars fat Russell Crowe. It's great. You should check it out. It's like legit fat ass Russell Crowe. It's awesome. He looks like John Goodman in it. Like if you oh, if man. you it's it's great. He's really fucking fat. But yeah, Chris though is cool. You'll see more of Chris. Can't wait. He's the real hero of this game. He is, yeah. Did you try the, uh, whatever that fucking one was? What is that called? Evil, Evil Within? Within? No, not yet. I was playing a Pokemon Sword for some reason. I like how easy Pokemon games are now. It's like, I don't know if they always were. Maybe they were. But it's just like, yeah, I'm just playing and just dicking around. And, I would um, assume it's always been the exact same layout. Yeah, it is. They were probably a bit easier even back then before they could do anything new or fancy to them. Yeah, true. Um, the one thing that they do now, though, because I played the the last game too. That's when I kind of jump back on, and that. Well, I don't know if I'm back on. I'm just casually doing it. I, I wouldn't play this game if I didn't have it on GameFly. <laughs> but um, the thing I don't like about this game and the last game is in the first game you have like a rival and the rival is like oh yeah fuck you you know you're you're a piece of shit donnie you would fight him every once in a while and he's like oh god damn it you you fucking beat me i hate you he just like hates you it was great and you're like yeah fuck you and you could like name him whatever you want like you, you can just call him like like asshole and stuff it's, it's great because you you pick his name and you pick your name but now it's just like you can't even pick the guy's name and he's he's like he's still a rival you still battle him but it's like all very like friendly and like in good fun which i don't like oh fuck that i know it's just fucking sucks it's like just let me like have a cool rivalry where it's like fun to see him and i'm like oh yeah fuck that guy i want like a villain i don't want i don't want like a a partner a friendly yeah, rivalry i want to be driven to pokemon success by my hatred for whoever yeah. my competition is i'm gonna be like yeah fuck this guy i'm gonna be doing everything just to spite that person like make their life harder and less enjoyable for them yeah oh and like you know the, the your starter pokemon too you you always pick one and then in the past i believe i think every time your rival would pick your weakness right because you have fire grass water smart yeah but this one he picks the one that you're strong against like after you pick one it's like what a fucking cunt this guy is he's not even like giving me any edge He's just gift wrapped in me this game yeah i don't want to win it not like this not like this yeah think think a little bit <laughs> it's ridiculous Want some goddamn competition with my pokemon swords i know make it make at least make it challenging or don't i don't care what else is i gonna i was gonna say something else about that and i've forgotten Oh, yeah, I remember what the other thing was. So like the in this game, the they, it's like a new region in the Pokemon world and it's based on the UK and just the the UK English is like way over the top. Like everybody's calling everything brilliant and everything and they're, they're using way too much U- UK slang. I think it's unnatural how much they're using it. Wank. It's like they haven't said wank yet. I hope they said Yeah, see if this guy was calling me like a wanker. What? They should say cunt and twat because there's people based on like uh you know the the football fans right like the the insane ones that will riot and flip cars over whether they win or lose. Uh, they have guys dressed like that. They haven't said cunt even one time, so it's very unrealistic. Yeah, come on. Yeah, but at least have like that rival like be an asshole to me and call me a wanker and shit. I come on, like there's so much you could do with this that would be like fun and refreshing for the Pokemon universe. 
And the new Pokemon are fucking look like shit. I hate them. It's like, oh, this guy, he's based on a uh, minecart full of coal. His minecart full of coal. Catch that. It's like, awesome. What the fuck is this? I hate I like minecart full of coal guy. Yeah, that, that sounds cool. <laughs> I hate it. Just so stupid. It's like, oh, here's a. Uh, here's what Pokemon has been missing all these years. Here, here's bag of trash Pokemon. <laughs> that's that's like, fucking what the fuck? cool. Trash like, It evolves into even bigger bag of trash Pokemon. <laughs> so fucking stupid. What? And, and what eventually it just this? becomes landfill. Yeah. La- oh, man. I think there's a move called landfill, probably. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's though. fucking cool. Yeah. I don't hate on that. Pokemon, you finally won me over, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Bag of trash guy. <laughs> that's your main number one draft pick bag of trash yeah man but i guess in the first guy they had like toxic waste guy so this is just kind of like an offshoot of that so it's not even original but i like that it's in a bag i guess like nemesis when they remade nemesis they put him in a bag how's onyx doing in these games is he still fucking awesome he is yeah i found one that was really strong in the Pokemon Wilds, and he uh, whipped my ass. Classic Onyx. Classic Onyx. That's my main. <laughs> Onyx and bag of trash. You gotta put your team yeah. together. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Gonna rule this Pokey world. Yeah. But yeah, I've been doing like none of the side stuff. It's just been rushing from gym to gym. I don't know what any of that means. You gotta, you gotta gyms collect are where gym. you fight, right? Yeah, you gyms gotta collect gym badges. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is what is the side quest? I didn't know. Just, just like finding all their Pokemon. Find, yeah, Isn't catching like all the, the Pokemon. Yeah, I'm just like because you can see which Pokemon are running around now. It's not just at random. But I'm like, I'll see one. It's like I don't have that, but I don't, I don't want to stop like moving. I'm just trying to get to the end of this fucking cave or whatever. Just easy you gotta enough. Catch them all. I don't. Well, you can't in this game, which is a bullshit thing because it you're not able to use like a, a certain number of Pokemon, whether you trade them or not. Cause like in past games, you could, you could trade forward the Pokemon you caught in previous games. And in this one, you can't do that, I think, or they haven't made character models for a portion of the Pokemon from the old games. So you can't use them all. So you can't even catch them all. It seems like a design flaw. Yeah. I mean, logo or their trademark saying is gotta catch them all. Then they're like, oh, but not in this one. Maybe DLC later to pay more to catch them all. Oh, smart. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about Invincible today, right? We'll get to that eventually. All right. You ready to get this Invincible we're giving the train? people what they want right now. Yeah. We're talking about video games. So, wait, wait, wait. So, in the show, it just released um, the third inning, like, boss cards which i i don't know it's a lot of like grinding bullshit lame shit where you have to like earn all these xp points and if you earn enough you get a pack that has one of three cards you get to pick and choose from and every month it's three new ones and they're like the specialty cards the best of the specialty cards so at this point in time they are the three best cards in the game basically and one of them is cleveland indian great grady sizemore which is cool I think it's a 2020 like statistical specialty card or it's 3030. I can't remember what it is, but that's cool. Cool. Crazy size more. Hell yeah. I'll bet he's wearing that old logo. He is. That's what he played for. That's right. Grady's ladies approve. Are you Grady's lady? I am Grady's lady. (laughs) Sports. Fuck yeah. All right. All right. All aboard. Welcome to Giraffes at Black Tongues. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. Oh, wait. Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. And I'm Donnie. Smooth. Yeah, that was, that was that good. Was good transition. That's a keeper. Live recordings. Today worked. Th- yeah, that was a real invincible intro, wasn't it? Ha <laughs> ha. Today we're talking about Invincible Volumes 
eight, nine, and ten. And that's it. Another Invincible special. So what do you what do you think about Invincible then? Uh these these uh issues that we read. Very solid. Yeah, I enjoyed them. They were not bad. Yeah, they were okay. I mean Invincible is uh a series that you can expect good things from, I think, uh whenever you jump in. I'm waiting until it gets bad. That's I'm kind of hoping that it happens at some point. They're kind of like inching toward that in um volume ten, I think, the one where they they give Invincible a new costume with like dark colors and he's acting like a real asshole kind of like when spider-man got that black suit so i think that suit maybe is like a symbiote or something wait but he's not being an asshole well i mean he's being a huge asshole you could make the argument he's not being an asshole like all right i i hate how batman has always lived by that code like i don't kill yeah like fuck off like all right so how many billions of fucking times has like joker or bane or like uh any fucking random guy from his rogues gallery been convicted of and sentenced to like the death penalty and then like they inevitably escape and then they go off and go on another murder spree and batman again just dicks around and fails the city like he does every fucking time like if batman would just finally like sack the fuck up and just murder joker because he's been convicted he's been charged and convicted of like He's been sentenced to, like, death, I'm sure, a billion fucking times. Just fucking kill him, finally. Stop being a cunt, and, like, you're fucking killing your city. So, like, Invincible's on this whole trip about, oh, we don't kill Oliver, but Oliver kills the Muller twins. Yeah, his little and, brother uh, he, he starts being a real cunt to him about it. He, he won't, like, get off his ass about it. But, like, I mean, the Muller twins aren't, aren't worth killing. They're, they're cool. I like them. They shouldn't be killed off. Yeah, but like I, I like Oliver's mindset. It's human life. It's expendable to him. He doesn't give a fuck about humans. Like <laughs> he even points that out. He's like, "Yeah, I, I'm not from this planet. I don't care about any of these random assholes. Like I, they're they're nothing to me." Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, yeah, and the way he killed the Muller twins too is pretty brutal and awesome. Like just flying through one of them, just covered in blood, and he like smashes the one guy's head in. It was great. He says, he claims that the first one was an accident, but then, like, he deliberately, like, goes and just punches his way through the other guy's skull. Like, his brain and eyeball are flying out the back of his head because he punched him that, like, grotesquely. So, like, that one clearly was not an accident. Yeah. He's got a taste for blood. Now he can't satisfy it enough. So, So, you're saying that Mark should still be mad, but he should be mad that the Muller twins were cool and we don't want to kill them. You know, nothing about selling kill- comics. You should be mad Oliver. that the wrong guy died. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was like that random, like fucking cunt with the glasses, who was like, Ooh, I'm going to mouth off to the Muller twins. Cause I think I'm a badass. Like if that guy was killed by Oliver, great. That, good. I'm fine with that. But because it's the Muller twins and they're cool, I'm pissed. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, Kind of was uh, disappointed that they killed both of them because it's like, you kill one, right? You're fine. He'll just clone another. It's okay. But yeah, when you kill both of them, it's like, I think that's it for the Muller twins. Well, I don't see how they're the going to get out of this. To clone them, I would think, but, but I don't who think do anyone's going to be willing to do it now that they're not alive to do it themselves. But I'm, the, and I'm thinking that probably there's going to be like a duplicate situation where there was a, so, all the heroes have to go out into space to um, fight the the Martian fucking sequids, like the, the not all parasite squids. Yeah, all the strong ones. The ones though. with hard exteriors that yeah. can't be pierced by them. The ones who are super hard had to go up there. And then then uh, Rex duplicate and um, who are the other ones? Shrinking Ray and yeah, it's just those three. Those that stay three. Back. Yeah, they there is another lizard league thing where they had to fight some like lizard That's- people that are really strong. I love that every comic universe has a shitty version of like the Serpent Cobra Society Commander. or the yeah. Lizard League. Just some team of like fucking dumbass snake people that are just like cannon fodder just to get their shit kicked out of them by uh, the good guy teams all the yeah. time. Like none of them are at all like imposing any threats or anything or any, any at cool at all. They're just there to get their asses kicked and get thrown in jail by the good guys every time. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Lizard League is no different. But anyway, they're doing that, and then I guess they're too strong for you know these three heroes who aren't that hard. But the one guy kills all the copies of Duplicate. And um, yeah, I was writing in my notes, like, why doesn't she just like keep a copy like way far away? And that's actually what she does. And she comes back way later after her funeral and all that shit. She's like, oh, we have to stop my brother. Uh, there's still one of me. Way more importantly, though, like as she's fighting him and she's seeing that he is murdering the shit out of like the 40 or whatever copies that she has there. Yeah. Why is she not duplicated more the entire time? Yeah. Just to tire him out and like overwhelm him. I don't understand that. Yeah, just duplicate more. Yeah, duplicate more. Like, why the Do fuck more. did you stop at like whatever number you stopped at? And then as he's killing off your pairs one by or pair by pair, like why the fuck are you not respawning more of yourself? Uh, that made no sense. Yeah, I would just keep going. That guy was awesome though, because he was he was just like slicing through the Kate copies like they were nothing. Like it was like butter hot butter or some shit i don't know what that <laughs> yeah. metaphor is hot reference. knife through butter yeah hot knife through butter it was fun like there were just random like kate heads flying everywhere and like severed limbs it was awesome yeah, that that's really what's fun about duplicate is like you know not even just in this issue um but in the past it's like you just see her die like a million times and just get torn apart but she has copies of herself it's awesome and in the next issue when uh <clears throat> Multiball shows up and like Invincible finally starts wailing on him. That was a lot of fun. Just the little panels where they would have like random torsos like flying out everywhere. Yeah. I, I really, I, I just like the multiple per- people getting murdered by like huge, like beefy monster characters. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It is. Yeah. It's cool. It's a lot of chaos, a lot of shit going on. It's, it's fun. I had never noticed this about speaking about Kate and Paul. I didn't really realize that each copy of her has the next number in numerical order. So yeah. the originals are both zeros, but on the costumes, like every spinoff version goes one through whatever. I had never noticed that before about them. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Um, I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's cool. They can keep track of them. But anyway, uh, if I brought up that. With the Muller twins, because maybe there's like a secret Muller twin hiding somewhere. So I could see that happening. So you could come back and be cool more. But then it would be a triplet, not a twin. That's true. So then the name I would, would be defeat fucked. their namesake. But like maybe he just made clones and the original one is still somewhere. I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe he's just dead for good. Oh, uh, so we also go back to um, Alan the alien and his shit in space, which is cool. Uh, He's now like super buff. So he has like Saiyan powers where if he gets, he suffers a defeat, he gets a lot stronger, but he's talking to the leader of the uh, Galactic Federation or whatever the fuck it is called Great Thaddeus, which is an awesome name, but he he just wears this fake beard to hide the fact that he's a Viltramite. He's like, I got something to tell you, Alan. Then he just like takes off his beard like, I'm a Viltramite. It's like, why why would you need a beard for that? <laughs> would anyone know if you didn't tell him? Because they just look like humans and other shit, so why do you need the beard? I'm very disappointed that that beard wasn't real. Yeah. Because he's he's been in hiding for like how long? Because uh, Viltramites live like hundreds of years this guy's been in hiding for how long so why the fuck is his beard not real like what the fuck yeah just grow just grow the beard (laughs) how long does it take that that part was so disappointing and he has a mustache his mustache is real yeah that was real all the dudes for whatever reason have mustaches that is true maybe they can only grow mustaches maybe that's the thing oh because yeah you're right a lot of them do have must like omni-man has a mustache there's another guy who had like one of those like pencil mustaches yeah, maybe that's it. But as soon as I see one Viltramite with a beard, this is a this book is bullshit, Kirkman. What else happened here? Uh they they saw a movie called Machine Gun Slaughter, uh Robot and Monster Girl. So that sounds like a cool movie. I would watch that. Yeah, I like so the the dude at the uh box office there, he wouldn't let them get tickets because it's R rated and they both look like kids. So he tries suggestion that suggesting that they go see something called Rainbow Bears or Science Dog Extreme. 
Yeah, just see that one. I don't know what Science Dog Extreme is, but why the fuck would those two not be wanting to go and see that? I thought everyone loved Science Dog. Yeah, just see Science Dog. Oh, and um, Rex gets shot in the head and gets his hand cut off and survives by the Lizard League. I thought that was weird that he was able to survive a point-blank gunshot to the head. Because it kind of took a weird angle. I guess it wasn't straight through, maybe? I don't... Because, like, he did, like, fight back right in the last second when that guy was shooting him in the head. Yeah. So I don't... I don't know how it worked out. But, yeah, somehow he survived that, no problems. Yeah, very weird. I found a typo in Volume 8 somewhere. I'm going to grammar Hitler Kirkman here. Um, When William and Mark were... Uh, staging William getting set up to get kidnapped by the robot guy. He's told Mark to hide in a tree of something. Should be or something. No, a tree of something. A tree of something. What do you? What is like that? Like a tree of woe or a tree of sorrow. Hide well, in there. No, I think he just means so they a literal can't see tree you from the or sadness. Something. Okay. These robots can see emotions. Yeah. Reanimate. So go into a tree of tree of sadness so you'll be hidden from them yeah yeah that that made sense all right what what else he got um let's see volume eight actually i actually this time did separate my notes yeah i'm going by that too uh when mark talks with dean winslow he says lord no i haven't heard that expression in a really long time Mm. i kind of forgot about lord no I had to reread that a couple times to figure out how one would say that, like in real life, when you hear it. Lord, Lord no. no, yeah, it's Southern accent. Yeah, Lord no, it's gotta be. <laughs> it's that is a weird thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> Lord no, Lord no. I guess that could be the title of our episode. Lord no, Lord no. See if anyone can tell us how to say it. See, also, other note here, I got a new member on the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, a guy named Shapeshift. He was that Martian in disguise guy. That's cool. Yeah. He's basically like Plastic Man, so that's fun. I do like like that guy. like a cool Reed Richards. (laughs) Reed Richards doesn't like uh, changes. He's not, doesn't have like a mystique thing, right? He just like stretches. This guy seems to do both. He can. He can look like anyone and also stretch. Yeah, I forgot about the. I forgot that he's not actually a Earthling. Right, yeah, he's a Martian. Two of the Iguana, the Lizard League people, were named Iguana and Salamander. It took me forever to figure out what the fuck the Salamander guy was supposed to be. He was just like this orange and like black, like checkerboard costume kind of it took forever for me to find out what he was supposed to be until i didn't even get it until like they actually called him by name salamander so that one that one took me forever i I still can't tell what the giant the badass one what kind of animal he was supposed to be oh i don't know say his name so maybe like a komodo dragon those things are really those things are nasty man but he didn't have a tail No, I don't think he did. I don't recall a tale. I just, in my notes, I just kept calling him the powerhouse snake guy. Yeah. I mean, he should be the Komodo dragon, though. I mean, we, in Thailand, those things were everywhere, and, like, you you don't want to fuck with those things, because they're, like, super strong, and they'll bite the fuck out of you, and you have to, like, watch out, and you're riding your motorbike. It's like, I remember one time I'm driving, and one just, like, crosses the road, and, like, almost run over it. It's scary. They're big. Hmm. They're very big. There was a baby one in my uh, in my buddy's outside toilet. Oh God! And um, this one of the neighbors just came over and just like grabbed it. I don't know what the neighbor was doing with it, but I had to grab the baby one out of the toilet because those things will bite you too, and it's real nasty as well. All right. Well, anyway, so that's volume eight. Uh, wait, wait. I have okay, another note. Go ahead. Um. All right. So Amber starts hanging out with this dude from school named Gary. And Invincible's kind of starting to get a little bit jealous. And uh, there's one panel here where uh, Invincible like flies over to her like dorm window, and he kind of sees the two of them in their in her room studying. 
And uh, the on the panel, it's like they keep doing the description of like where you're at in the story. Like anytime it goes to Grayson's house, it says Grayson's home, home of Deborah and Oliver. Anytime you go to the college, it says like Mark's dorm room, room of dorm, dorm room of uh, Mark and William. So on this one, it said uh, whatever the fuck her school's name is. And then in the description, it writes that this is her friend, Gary. And I love that they actually included, like, the air quotes around friend on Gary in the panel here. Mm-hmm. Like, super implying that they're fucking or going to be something. Oh, yeah. No, that's right. And, yeah, Mark breaks up with Amber. Oh, that was number nine. Oh, okay. I well, that was a Nate. Anyway, that transitions nicely, then. So, yeah, in volume nine, Mark's breaking up with Amber, uh, trying to get with... um eve but then yeah he's eve was like oh you only like me after the future me said that i liked you and then she got all mad so he he really can't win he's he's has trouble with women i guess he does win in the end but he always has to there's always a bunch of speed bumps he has to go over uh so volume nine here we get the date march 16th was the omni-man fight yeah that's right it opens up with Mark fighting just a random like bad guy who is called Octoboss, which is a fucking great villain name. Yeah, I like that guy. And uh, there's this whole like conversation between the two of them where Mark calls Octoboss retarded for having broken English, yeah. even though it's clearly not this like aquatic character's first language. Yeah. Which makes Mark look like such a piece of <laughs> shit, man. Like what a yeah, fucking whatever asshole. retard. <laughs> Like, yeah, like you were talking like in volume eight about how Mark is coming across as kind of a dick the entire time. But man, this yeah. one like jumps the cake. This one is insanely uncool. Of him. Yeah, he's also calling William gay more in this too. But William was being pretty gay in this. He was like wearing Mark's costume, but with not without the pants and like uh, doing karate stuff in the dorm room. And then Mark walks in and he goes like, gay, like he holds, there's like many A's. Haven't heard that in a while. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Yeah, happy Pride <laughs> Month, everyone. <laughs> Gay. I like that he asked his mom to wash it tw- his costume twice to get William's ball sack out of his uh, pants. Yeah. His <laughs> mom's like, understood. What else do we have here? There was a... A Viltrumite woman who came to Earth to try and tell Mark, like, oh yeah, you gotta you gotta do your duties here. You're the you're the Viltrumite here. And then like kicks his ass and then goes back up and takes Alan to jail. Well, Alan lets himself get taken to jail to go save Omni Man. And that kind of starts a whole thing there. And then there were these two guys who were brothers, like karate brothers or something. I forget their names. It's like Fight Master and um, do you remember the other one? Fightmaster was the only one I had written down. Oh, okay. It was like Fightmaster and like Dropkick Man or something. And um, they have a time sled that looks like a time scooter that I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, that thing is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's it's a scooter, so you have handles, right? And one guy takes the handlebar, the other guy has like his hands around the first guy's hips, standing behind him. So you got to hold on. It's funny. It's so cool. Yeah, it is. Then Nolan's talking about how he misses his wife, but I wonder which one. Who knows? Yeah. That'd be weird if he missed the one that only lives for like eight months. Yes, she's dead that already. zero attachment to. Yeah. Yeah, probably not that one. I'm going to assume it's dead. All right. And then I think it was this one where he's starting to train his little brother, Oliver, right? Where it's like teaching yeah. him how to fight and he gets his... Uh, crime suit before he kills the Mueller twins. No, that's that's number ten. Oh yeah, okay. They start when the he gets training. the suit. Okay, they start he, the training. He, he reveals he can fly in this one. All right. So Mark promises he'll start like teaching him some stuff, and he's also debating because he's failing all his classes because he's always tardy and late. So he's finally thinking he's going to quit out, quit school, just move back home, spend time with Oliver, train him that way. Yeah, I mean, probably a good idea. Fuck, fuck school. What do you need to go there for? Yeah, you don't need school really when don't. you're super powered uh, crime fighter. Like, what the fuck are you gonna do with education? Yeah, 
Oh, is this the one where uh, Cecil turns on him? Is that right? That's uh, volume 10. Oh, okay. Everything happens in 10. I guess I'm done with 9. Isn't it? I, I think it's 10. Uh, it might be, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it, it is. But now I'm. I, I'm oh, no, no, on no. It is a number nine because in volume ten, he shows up to clean up the Mueller twins after they were murdered. Oh and yeah. He told him, "I I told you last time, come near my family ever again, and I'll fucking kill you." Okay, maybe it is nine. So yeah, Cecil is he. Mark finds out Cecil's working with bad guys, and um, is not happy Dark about Wing it. and. D.A. Sinclair, the, the guy who made the reanimate. Yeah. Mark's not happy, and then um, they get in a big fight, and they have like a fail-safe thing in uh, Invincible's ear where they can calm him down. Well, no, it, it doesn't calm him down. Or, or bring him it down, fucks rather. with his equilibrium, and it could potentially kill him if he loses it on long enough. Yeah, calm down. Yeah, cal- calm down. <laughs> That's calming Put him down. at ease. Yeah. <laughs> But I like how how much Cecil is using that teleporter, that expensive teleporter for the tax dollars. Yeah, because it doesn't have a great range. So yeah, this thing that costs the taxpaying dollars, taxpayers like three hundred million dollars every time he uses it. It just every like twenty feet he's using it between two to <laughs> jump to just to see if it marks overhead so he can zap him. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, that was cool. All right, anything else about Volume Nine? Maybe that is volume. I don't, I don't know. I should have written that down. Yeah, I, maybe I, that is volume ten. Yeah, yeah, maybe it is. Now, let's move on to volume ten then. So, first thing that starts off here, we get panel by panel breakdown. There's like dinosaurs attacking all these different like superhero teams. Yeah, and we get Savage Dragon makes a cameo. That's one that I've had on my list of like comic books to check out in the future at some point in time forever oh. since we started doing this. So I was going to ask if those were real things. So that was an actual crossover, huh? Yeah. These are all like big image characters and shit like Dynamo five. I have never read them. Bolt and kid Thor from the capes. I don't know who they are. Wolfman and Zachariah from the Wolfman series, which I don't know that one either. And then Brit Donald and Brittany, it says that they were from a different team, but that's clearly just Donald uh, Cecil's sidekick yeah. and Brit, who appeared in the previous issue before. So I don't know if they have like their own little spinoff series where it's the three of them together or not. But yeah, they all appear in this one. They all get captured, as well as the Guardians and the. Uh, I know this is before the Teen Teens, so the Guardians as well also get captured. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Where's Where's Rick Grimes? God damn it! I wonder. I wonder what the timeline is. I don't know how long ago this one was or when. I wouldn't really call Rick Grimes a superhero, though. No, I wouldn't either, but, you know, he's a big image book. If you're doing a big crossover, you gotta have The Walking Dead in there. Just bring Negan there for no reason, like in yeah, uh, like in Tekken 7. Negan and Shiva. Yeah. There's your crossover appeal. Fuck yeah. So yeah, that, that Doc Seismic was the one who captured all those heroes. Yeah, I'm surprised he got as far as he did, you know, with his his uh underground minions against all those heroes. You you would think you wouldn't be able to do that much damage, but that was cool. He was like two seconds away from taking over yeah. the world with no problem. It was impressive. It was, yeah. He really really held his own. Yeah, so this is the one with that black and blue costume. I mean, I, I, I like the yellow costume better. I, I don't like the black and blue one. I miss yeah, the yellow. It- it reminds me of like Blue Beetle, kinda. Yeah. It's not a great looking costume for him. No. Fucking art. What an asshole. And Oliver reveals he wants to go by Kid Omni Man to get people to like stop being so sour on Omni Man. <laughs> That's pretty cool. He should just be like Kid Hitler. <laughs> That's basically what he <laughs> <Yeah>. is now. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, we talked about how he killed the Muller twins and yeah, I mean, at the very end of Volume 10, it looks like at some point, uh, Kid Omni-Man is going to turn on Mark, because he's just like, yeah, Mark, you're right, I shouldn't have killed, and, uh, you know, I'm a different culture, and we kill in our culture, or whatever. It's, Mark's like, okay, I understand, they hug, and then he has, like, that evil look behind his back. Yeah, he's talking about how 
in his culture and his world there is no individual like goals or needs it's about the greater good of the colony or the people as a whole and how earthlings are all selfish cons yeah and how a gang going off on that tangent about like how expandable their lives are as individuals but yeah, I do like that. Clearly, there's going to be some kind of huge fight between the two of these guys and the next one. I'm thinking because they have like they zoom in on Oliver's face that he's making when he gives him that apology, and you can tell like clearly he's not letting this one go. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to read more of this. I mean, I I, I kind of get like sucked in on these books. I mean, they're fun after. Uh, after Cecil and Mark have their little lover spat, we also have like the breakup of the Guardians. So basically, now all of the younger ones that are Invincible's friends, they kind of side with him. I think it's Robot, Monster Girl, uh, Rex. Oh, Bulletproof is the other one. And so they're going back to the uh, teen teams base. And they're no longer a part of the Guardians of the Globe anymore because Robot got the fucking explosion thing out of Mark's ear while Cecil was trying to kill him with it. And those guys are all off on their own. And now the Guardians are Immortal, Kate, Black Samson, and uh, who the fuck's the other? Oh, the shapeshifter guy, the Martian. Mm-hmm. And then he, at the very end, Cecil reveals that Darkwing, one of the murderers, pretend Batman he's gonna be on the team now too cool gonna see some more murdering fingers crossed yep and I I think I'm out of notes on this one how about you yeah all right so I mean yeah read keep reading invincible we're going to next month but in the meantime let's hear some reviews read some fucking reviews you cuck so the, I found this one on the reviews for like volume probably maybe eight or nine, but this guy just like left the same review as uh, he did. I, I read this exact review on the last time we talked about this, but he said volume to volume, same as the previous books. Just when you're getting bored, the page turns and you're back on the edge of your seat. So this guy just Kirkman his review into all the volumes. Apparently good stuff. Good I like stuff. that guy's style. I do too. Um, all right, here's another one that was one star. I'm disappointed. Pages are falling apart. I open the book and four pages fall out. You disappoint me. The book was awesome either way, but this ruins my collection. You are supposed to check these things before you sell them to people. Seriously. He's got a point. He does. That's yeah, valid. It is. That weak binding. I just, I just like that he says, you disappoint me. I expected better from you, Image. Yeah. Or Amazon seller. <laughs> All right, this one's two stars. Oh, this is something we forgot to mention, too. Uh, heavy-handed recaps ruin this arc. Uh, so I think this was volume nine, or uh, I'm pretty sure it was volume nine, where they kept, like, recapping the story. They they even advertised it on the front page of, like, the first issue of the volume. And they're like, oh, yeah, here, there's a good jumping on point. We recap it by having two astronauts talk about everything that happened. I'm like, oh, yeah, you remember when this happened? Yeah, I remember when that happened. You remember when this happened? And so they, they're just describing all the events leading up to then. Um, so I think that's what he's talking about. Anyway, this says, this is a strong series, but these issues are filled with hardly any momentum or purpose and packed with recaps and reintroductions. That's not to say nothing important happens, but it all happens without excitement and with no driving plot. Little changes, nothing resolves, and all the characters feel like they're forcing lines because they have to remind readers who they are. Much of Kirkman's work during the time these issues were being released suffered similarly, Ultimate X-Men specifically, but The Walking Dead has also been in a slump, and I think I remember that. The, I thought it was probably in the Negan area where they just kind of were not really going forward. I, I'll bet this was around the same time, maybe. Or maybe not. I don't know. I should have checked when it came out. I can't wait for him to work through this funk he's in so Invincible can really shine. It's one of the best comics I've read, and it's sad to see a trade with as little substance as this. It also seems unbelievable that something like this would would suffer months and months of delays. 
Oh, so I guess they delayed it. Maybe that's why they had to recap. They took a little hiatus. Okay, now it all makes sense. I had no problem with that little recap. It wasn't that big or that, like, jarring. It was just two random astronaut guys while they're up on the moon building their own basic sword type of uh, uh, planetary, like, watch unit tower or whatever the fuck. And one of the alien or one of the astronauts is like shitting all over invincible because he's an alien the other guy's like oh no way he saved us from omni man remember all those tapes and then the one lady from that last mission to mars she was there and she's like no he saved my life so don't talk shit in front of me i was totally fine i had no problem with any of that i i skipped through it so i saw what they were doing it's like all right i don't think i need to read this but I wouldn't call these like substanceless. Substance is this whatever the fuck that word <laughs> substanceless. is. Substanceless, unsubstantial. Yeah. Maybe. Whoops. I don't know. Because, Maybe I'm retarded too. I mean, you had the entire like Cecil versus Mark thing go off. That's pretty huge. That seems like, and then also with Alan and uh, Omni Man meeting, and they're going to be starting their new friendship. So that that all seems like it's going to be pretty huge down the road yeah probably all right i got one more review this one's four stars invincible volume 10 yet another solid effort by rk i started buying invincible tpbs in march 2006 at wizard world la i have been hooked ver since you can never go wrong, and this latest volume is no exception. I love the series. The only drawback is I have to wait between releases. You could go the monthly route, but there's nothing like reading six issues in a row. I picked this one because he said it was uh, four stars. That kind of, that's kind of shitty. He seems like he likes it a lot. That's a five-star review if I ever read one. What Maybe he doesn't just give out five stars like... You really have to earn that shit. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. All right. And that's all the reviews I got. So keep reading Invincible. We'll do this again next month. Oh, yeah. We never talked. Deb starts dating some old dude. Oh, that's Mark right. walks in on them banging on the couch. Yeah. And his costume. Dry humping. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Dry humping. That's really. Uh, old that's, people dry humping, too. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really surprising. You'd think it'd be the opposite, I, like you'd catch I Mark dry-humping Eve or something. I did my commers or whatever the fuck that meme name thing is there, too. Coomers, yeah. Coomers, the yeah. thing. Got a coom. All right, what do you want to read for next week? Sweet Tooth Volume 1. Sweet Tooth Volume 1, all right. And I will pick Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy Collected. And I'm watching however much a Sweet Tooth you can get through. All right, sounds good. Cool. So follow me gold on the digger internet. And what? Gold digger Wait, and skeleton boy. Or did I say gold digger? Skull digger. What did it's I say? Gold digger. You said gold digger that second time, but I wrote down. Skull. Okay, good. Skull digger, not gold digger. All right. <laughs> that'd be, that, uh, that book would be way cooler. <laughs> it would be yeah. gold digger and the skeleton boy. Yeah. Just like give me more money. It's skeleton the son boy. of the. It's the son of the uh, billionaire who she killed off and now haunts her. <laughs> While she's trying to gold dig for his riches. That'd be a great That'd build. be cool, yeah. I wish. Maybe next time. Alright, so join us next week for that and follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. At these do the god. Follow us at Giraffes HBT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. And go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Meer for the music. See you next week. Bye. saw that they canceled um, Jupiter's legacy already.
Yep. God damn it, man. They like they really fucked around. They really fucked it up. They dropped the ball. That could have been good, but they really they really fucked it up. Could I'm it have been not good? surprised? Yes, because that I liked the first issue that I read the or first volume that I read where they just murder the fuck out of people. But no, they had to be like, oh no, this is a fake one. Instead of murdering, instead of murdering Blackstar, they had to do that thing where it's like, oh, this is a fake one, and um, there's a whole convoluted plan about it. When before it was just like, yeah, kill him, fuck him. I wasn't really all that. I, I don't know. I thought it was. I I enjoyed the story, and I'm disappointed at where it ended up in the show. They're they're making some kind of nonsensical, unnecessary spinoff. So. We'll see if that's any good. What was the spinoff about? Did they say? I have no fucking clue. Oh, all right. No, I haven't seen anything. It just says they're creating a spinoff instead of a second season. Building a Jupiter's Legacy universe. But they're canceling Jupiter's Legacy. Maybe they're just getting rid of like one or two of the characters that or the actors who uh, were in the first season. I have no idea. I hope they just bring back Brian Cranston's character from yeah. that show. Yeah, they're getting rid of as everyone as they, except as Brian as Cranston that, and the success. Brian Cranston and the Black IP guy. As long as they do that, it's a success. Yeah, it's only those two just in a room together. That's all we need. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully that's the spinoff, the original team, not these like shitty kid versions. I like that more. Yeah. I just wanted to see the kid be an asshole. Yeah, they really fucked it up. I'm disappointed in that. Oh, well. You were the only person in the world that watched it with any regularity, so it wasn't drawn in the audience they needed, so they had to cut ties. Yeah, I forget what they said they spent on it, but I think it said somewhere in there, but it's like they spent, they might, I want to say the number is like 200 million on this show or something. It could be wrong, but they, they spent like way more than you would expect for what it looks like. It just looks like absolute garbage. That seems like way too much. It does. Um, I'm going to check it. Um, I mean, yeah, 200 Brian million. Cran- yeah. That was, Brian that was Cranston it. and uh, Black Eyed Peas' husband don't come cheap. No, I guess not. Maybe that's where it you're, all you're went. Bringing, from. You're bringing the A talent. So, I mean, you're going to be spending quite the penny on those yeah. guys. Heisenberg? You want Heisenberg in your show? You want the dad from Malcolm in the Middle? You're going to pay top dollar. Fergie's fucking husband? Come on. Better open up that checking account there for that one. Yeah, open up that wallet wide. So, I should probably save this for next week. I've I've never been the biggest Will Forte fan. Don't watch Saturday Night Live at all. I remember he was on that one show about how, like, everyone in the world died off and he was the last man alive or something. Okay. I can't remember that show's name. I think it's just called The Last Man on Earth. But I remember watching that a little bit. It wasn't great. I gave it a shot, but it sucked. But he's a he's got a great beard. And uh he's in the first episode of uh Sweet Tooth and he's got a beard again. And man, Will Forte has a quality beard. Oh man, that's a good teaser for next week. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about that quality beard. Just you wait. You're gonna you're gonna be wild by it. All right. Can't wait. 